from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network. Local sports talk in the middle of the day. Who would have thunk it? I want you to know I got myself all geared up. I know the Yankees have won nine out of their last ten. <laughs> well, look at you doing show Se- prep today. Severino. Severino uh, pitched a complete game. His uh, first ever Stanton complete game. Stanton hit two home runs. And there's two one of Yan- only five this year. And there's two Yankee guys in the house. So I already knew it was going to be a bad day for me. Five I, five uh, shot at complete games this year. He's got one of them. I feel... I'm happy No, five shutouts. I'm sorry. I feel like Wing no, is starting to become like that, that no, kind of quiet, closet Yankees fan. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think you can get over that Just fast. that, just that, you know, I mean, he's yeah. he's seeing he, how things should be Bangle, done. Hey, Johnny Bangle, you got to help me out here. Yeah. If, yeah. Os- yeah. if Osmosis can can do it, he'll, he'll get it. He'll osmosis. be here. There isn't enough Osmosis anywhere in this world for me to be a Yankee you, fan. You want to hear something fun? Last 10 games, Yankees versus Astros, including the ALCS. Game 1, Game 2, 2-1 two Astros. Game 3, 8-1 Yankees. Game 4, 6-4 Yankees. Game 5, 5-0 five, Yankees. Game 6 and 7, Game 6, Astros 7-1, Astros 4-0. Game 8, Astros 2-1. Game 9, Game 10, Yankees 4-0. The Astros have scored one run against the Yankees in three games. For a team that has no starting pitching. Oh, by the way, they lost their starting pitcher uh, the other night. How long is he going to be out? He's going to be out six to eight weeks with a a flexor tendon strain. So it's not? It is not yet Jordan Montgomery. Oh, yeah. So that means you're going to have a little Domingo Herman action uh, in the pen. So or out of the bull, out of the, uh, he's going to be coming out of the bullpen going to the rotation. They're going to call somebody up or? Uh, they'll, I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, I don't know if they're going to call somebody and backfill the bullpen or whatever it's going to be. Astros got a pretty, a pretty good farm system though. Yeah. Not quite as good as the Yanks, but they're, yeah, they, they're pretty, they're pretty solid. They've got, uh, they've got a few things going on, but yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'm looking forward to the Astros, uh, coming to, uh, coming to Yankee stadium to get rocked again soon. And it was good news <laughs> last night. That Dallas Keuchel, who's basically been the uh, the Yankee you know, killer, basically you would I would name him uh, minority odor of the New York Yankees um, yeah. because of what he's done to them. Uh, Stanton last night, couple of couple of bombs took him deep, couple Both of time, and it wasn't in the bandbox. This was in a regular park. Yeah. Right. Oh, Speaking of band band boxes, don't give me that. You want to hear about bandboxes? Band band did you this. see? It gives us something to talk about, Johnny. When Hale, I bring that up, Haley, Haley, did you did you see? Jesus. Did you see the? Um, he texted boy. me on this, by the way. Did you see the home run that was hit at Fenway yesterday into right field? Yes. That I mean, it was absolutely. Oh, you guys watch Red Sox games? Guys got to be. Well, I mean, it was all. Really that guy's got to be re- related to Johnny Pesky. He's probably got. He's probably his. Uh, oh my! Wrap that baby around the pole. Well, that wall goes up yeah, to my shin. I know. Okay, at least the one in Yankee Stadium, you actually have to like. Jump Raise up. your you hand to, up. Well, you and have jump to jump up. It. It's practically a second base. No wonder. Oh, here's some oh, yeah, sure. here's some stuff just in case just in case Haley uh, uh, Wing missed Done. it against Stanton. Oh my God, we have to yes, listen to the yes. That one is driven out to right field and deep. Reddick on the going? run, turning, it's looking. God, a home run for John Carlos Stanton going the other way, and the Yankees lead two nothing. John Carlo, Stopalo. He oh. hits a two-run home run to right. What's he hit about Carlos 220 now? What's he hitting? Touch him all. That's his sixth. He got I don't know. just enough of it 
Got those long arms. That's what he hit April. last April. The lead leader, like he had by the way. The lead leader, by the way, is Mookie Betts. I've heard of him. Oh, here's you know another what? one. He gets... drilled it deep left. It is high. That is far. It is gone. That's just a replay of every, every, every home run ever <laughs> hit. It's a line drive. Line drive. He says the same thing. If he gets hot, though, watch out for him. Well, I would say he's probably getting hot at this point. He wins the streak. For $300 million, he ought to be hot. And it is three nothing Yankees. Well, you see the reaction of Stanton. Obviously, a couple you guys of home runs going to give you a thirty million dollars on the loss. Awesome. A, a new league, forty. No, it's 50, 60? No, it's fifty. Sixty. No, it's fifty. No, it's It's about forty million. One eighty and below. In, uh, I mean, it's eighty and twenty something, right? What's that? No, no, two thirty-eight. You're at two thirty-eight, and the Yankees are at like one eighty something. So okay. yeah, it's about forty, almost fifty. I said forty. Yeah, it's getting there. It's getting there. Who'd it's have thunk that? Who'd have thunk that? Really, ago. through the years. Yeah. You know, eventually, if we do this for the next 45 years, it'll even up, I think. You well, think so? Money that we've spent. Yeah. Well, yeah. It might. Meanwhile. We've spent. We've the Bruins, by the way. Money. What a stunk it up. What a turd fest. That was horrible. It was, it was almost a little bit of an embarrassment, to be honest with you. Because I think the young guys are feeling the squeeze right now. Well, it's not the young guys. Yeah, but but the, the first line's doing nothing. Backus did nothing. You, you're right, though. I did say to him before is. you came in, the young guys look like they're feeling the stress, but they're feeling yeah. it because they have to carry him. That's right. They got they're, they, they're, they're in a position carry him. The, the veterans where they doing haven't been for all year, basically. Krejci and Nash. I mean, might as well go home. They yeah. haven't done anything. Yeah. The whole series. And Nash is not fast. Enough. This is a fast series. He's not fast enough. Yeah, I, I, Rick, I think Rick Nash. Yeah, they won't a, sit him down that's because a key he's a right now. You got some excellent, excellent skaters in in this uh, in this playoff round. Oh, Boy. you know what? All there the games. I, I watched uh, Vegas and uh, San Jose. I mean, the games have been fantastic. This has been terrific. Of course, nightmare for the National Hockey League is that the Winnipeg Jets are in the. Stanley Cup final, they'll they'll die, but um, yeah. yeah, they'd much rather have Vegas, for instance. It's kind of an interesting Vegas story. Looked terrible. They looked last awful night. last night. So bad. I just think mentally, it's one thing to play a team once and you win or you lose. In a in a long series, one team wins, the other team gets desperate. So they're jacked up, and the the team that won is saying, eh, "We can do this," you know. And bang, they get slapped in the face. Then we we go back and forth. That's why they. I used to say when the Celtics back in the even all those years they won it eight in a row, they were almost always seven game series. And I kept saying it's, they fixed it. Yeah. They're going to go seven yeah. no matter what. Yeah. You know? But it's because one team gets desperate, and they. That's it. What's it like to watch games in color, Coach Haley? Like what? what <laughs> was that? Was that? Well, all right. I, I need a serious <laughs> question. What was the first year you guys that you got the color TV to watch the sports with? Me? Color TV? Yeah. Oh, geez, I can't remember. Uh, hmm. Well, of course, we only had one TV in the house. Well, when I was yeah. A kid, nobody. Was, this is this isn't like now where you have a TV everywhere. Every room. No. Right. Oh, um, I can't. Let me see. I I'm gonna so. say maybe I was in high school. No. I bet it was in college. I bet it was a. I bet it was like seven. So you and came beyond. home from college and you're like, "Well, look at this. Look at this uh, little yeah. table model." Was there one of those old school remotes? When with that it thing for NBC or? spreads its feathers out, there's yeah. actually color in there. Yeah, yeah. Oh I. I always thought the peacock was black and white. That's totally confusing for me. So you, you know what? Uh, 
You know, we did at our fraternity house in, in uh, Maine. Is this something we can tell on the air? Yeah, I, okay. I, most of the stuff we did there, you can't tell, but right. you can tell this. <laughs> uh, we had one I've TV the in the whole place, and it was in it was in my cottage room, the house mother. Yeah. So, oh boy, the uh, the bigwigs in, in in mostly upperclassmen would. Uh, would make the pledges go and save them a place in the room. Ah. And if they didn't, of course they'd have to pay for it. And it wasn't, a, it was a pretty, pretty price. And I'm not talking money either. Right, yeah. Okay, so Mark Carter would su- had to supervise who was going to sit where and <laughs> who got what, who got there first, who did blah, blah. And that used to be, and the, that room could hold maybe, well, if you squeezed them in really hard with a with a shoehorn, probably 25 people. And uh, we had more than 25 people in the house. So there used to be a few interesting uh, views of the... I'm not sure if we had a color TV there or not. I, I I'm not, not sure. I don't remember. Now, what, what year was that? 1932? <laughs> yeah. was, no. No, not okay. quite. Huh? No. All right, okay. No. I wasn't sure. I remember the guy saying when I was a sophomore at Maine, we, we played <laughs> You're at... You're really funny, man. <laughs> I am fired up today. We yeah. played at BC. <laughs> Their two defensive tackles were like 6'8", 280, and that's a foot and 100 pounds more than I weighed. And uh, Gene Benner was our, really our only offense. I threw it to Gene. If he didn't catch it, we were in trouble. Oh, that's nice. So and basically, you were the 94 Patriots, blood sort of coats. If Coates didn't catch seriously. it, it was over? No, seriously. Yeah. He got hurt right <laughs> off. He got out right in the sternum, and he was out for the game. Tommy Maines was the backup. Oh, boy. It was the backup uh, split end. He's about 5'6". He's smaller than you are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 5'6", and couldn't run. But other than that, so <laughs> the guy said, hey, hey, Dave, we were downstairs in the, in the basement, which they got the tape, rec tables, you know, and all that stuff. Listen on the radio. All the main games are on the radio. And he said, we figure I'll have a couple cold beers, listen to the game, whatever. So, you ready for this? They kick off to us. Kid fumbles the kick. They recover on the 12-yard line. Punch it in. Touchdown. I haven't gotten on the field yet. They kick off to us. (laughs) Different kid. Catches it. Runs down the sideline. A really good return. Up to about the 40. Fumbles it. They recover. They recover. They they punch it in. It's fourteen nothing. I have not been on the field. The yet. offense hasn't been on the field. I'm the quarterback. I have not been on the field yet. It's fourteen to nothing. We get the ball. The second play, Bennett gets hurt. So now it's third and long, and we don't have our best receiver on the field. So I throw the ball to Mains. He, instead of catching with his hands, he tries to catch it up in his chest like that. It bounces off his chest. They intercept it. Run it, run it back? <laughs> no, they did not run it back. Oh, boy. You. But they ran it down far enough. Well, that's nice of them. And uh, anyway, I think at about the 15-yard line, they punch it in. other receivers? It's 21 to nothing, and the guy said, that was it. We shut it off. <laughs> What's the music gone? We did enough of that game. 21 to nothing <laughs> 21 in the uh, middle of the second, didn't even start middle the, of the first period. Yeah, they hadn't even started around the clock yet, and it was 21 nothing. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's horrible. 56 to nothing. Now, how long have you guys coached together? How long did you guys coach together? When did you first get together with coaching? How did no, that whole thing go? No, this is it. 
This is it. We Just only coached together at Oak Hill. At Oak Hill. Yeah. After we both retired. Four years. We used to act antagonize each other, coaching against each other. Uh, so you guys, you finally decided to he team up against each other. Against each other, against each other a lot. Though. Yeah, that's fantastic. Now, how he long, coached a lot longer than I did. Yeah, you did coach. You've did, how many places have you have you coached, Coach Haley? Oh, name them off. Yeah, really. can you can you go through them all? I just have right let's, here. Let's let's trivia oh you God. today, right. my friend. Hey, this is uh, okay, folks. This is a map of central and southern Maine right. coming up. In northern, don't forget northern. Oh, no, not there's so much of, northern. Yeah, well, Waterville. It's I, north here. Is Waterville north? They're in the northern division. Hey, by the way, <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I can name okay. some of them. Maine Maritime. Well, wait, wait. High school. Yeah. Oh, high, high yeah, school. Yeah, high school. High school to start. Well, I'll tell you my whole the whole thing. The whole thing. Okay. Where I coached, I, I was at Maine Maritime, uh, offensive and defensive backfield coach, head baseball coach. In fact, I was the last baseball coach they had there. Because they went to a spring cruise after that, so there no kids left. Uh, Rockland, head coach, coached golf. Principal came to me and said, I can "See you coaching golf." No, oh, he said, he said, he said, Mike, uh, we don't have a golf coach. He says, "Can you do it? Not, not, will you do it? Can you do it?" Okay. Rumford. How many years were you at Rockland? One. One. Rumford, head football coach, head baseball coach, uh, two years there. Waterville, head football coach, AD, department head of of uh, PE. And listen to the listen to this. Okay. I that we didn't have a gymnastic coach. I coached gymnastics. What um? What, we didn't have a golf coach. I golf. I coach golf. Okay, now I can understand you maybe like jumping in and, and getting the getting the swing going and telling people to keep their head down for golf. <laughs> I can see that. But did you go on the uneven bars, the balance beam? Yeah, I can you see know, you the now. pummel horse. Balance beam. I didn't know anything about all uh, uh, the unevens, but I did know about the parallel bars, uh, the uh, vault. When you're a phys ed uh, major, they teach you all that. Well, yeah. yeah, we learned all that. They, I figured he we knew learned about all that in, P- in yeah. PE. No kidding. The high so, hurdles uh, were the worst I, ones, I guys. I filled in for two years as a gymnastics coach. Well, we could find, well, we could talk somebody into it, which is what we did. Yeah. <laughs> those guys, those guys don't run around. Yeah, you don't pick those off trees, trees anyway. You know? right. Did you okay. wow people with your floor program uh, doing backstring yeah. handstands? Yeah, no? Okay. Can you guys do this? And you hire. All right, then I went to Lawson from Waterville. I was a head football AD, department head. How long were you at Waterville, by the way? Uh, two, three and a half years. And uh, then I went to Lawson, then from Lawson, MCI. Well, wait, Lawson, how, um, how long? Three years. MCI, head football coach. This is postgrads. This is all PGs now. I was the dean of admissions, <laughs> the placement officer, and the dean of postgraduates. And I also was the weekend master. I also blah, blah, blah. You know, you get in a private school, you don't have a choice. And all when the, the headmaster comes to you and says, I need, you say, okay, I'll be there. Then I went to Oxford Hills, head football coach. I coached freshman baseball one year, softball the next year, and track the next year. Softball was was because the softball coach lost his lost his 
uh, JV coach about three weeks before the season. He came to me and said, can you help me out? So, how, sure. long you, how long were you there? Three years. Then I went to EL, head football coach, department head of PE and health, five years there. Then Maine Maritime, defensive coordinator, uh, and then I got into administration. Dexter, AD, and uh, assistant principal, Winslow, assistant principal, and then I got a phone call from a guy that's in this room, and he said, uh, I got an offer. You can't, you can't refuse. And uh, he mm -hmm. says that we're going to have an assistant principal's job open. Why don't you apply? Save you 58 miles every day? Save me. I got an automatic raise <laughs> of over $1,000 in what I spent in gas. Wow. Automatic. And you can't take that out in taxes, nope, which is you nice. Can't. Yeah. Nope. And then uh, we coached together at Oak Hill. And I, and Three years. I scouted when I was at Winslow for 10 years. I scouted uh, uh, for Mike Savisky. And the first scouting report I gave him, he says, Jeez, this looks just like a college uh, scouting report. And I said, well, work with John Hewitt for a few, for a little while, and you'll, you'll, uh, you will find out what scouting's all about. Oh, he could, he had, he had, a, he wrote his own program for, uh, uh, for game stats and, and so forth. Now, I'm telling you, this guy was was into it. And then my last head coaching job, no, not head coaching job. My last coaching job was I got a phone call from my son. And he said, Dad, he says, uh, want to have some fun this fall? And I said, yeah, sure, why not? I said, uh, what are we going to do, go, go to a few games? He goes, oh, no, no, this, this is better than that. He says, I want you to be my assistant coach. <laughs> we coached the little ankle biters, uh, <laughs> third and fourth graders, <laughs> flag football. <laughs> no kidding. That was an adjustment after coaching in college and then going to uh, be my son's assistant coach. So that that's the gamut. That's pretty awesome. We've run it. That's pretty. That's pretty good. You uh, you ever run into any parents like they've got in some of these communities that wanted to get you rolling, or is that stuff? Is that stuff changed over the years? Want to do what? Wanted to wanted to send you out. Like you know, look at what happened down in York, for example. You know, did you ever have to no. run into that during no. your time? Never did. I because I always involved the co the parents. I always had a uh, a night. I've told you this before, where where uh, I let the parents come in and. We showed the game film of the, of the previous week. Uh, we always had suppers. Uh, just involved them, let them know what's going on. I'd always have, whenever we had our homecoming, what they called our homecoming at that school, I would invite the fathers in and let them see the whole pregame uh, uh, rigmarole that we went through, all the all the group meetings, all the team meet, the the team meeting, all the things we talked about, they would sit right there, right in the right in the chairs or in the bleachers. 
and uh, uh, I never. I think that's one of the most important things in coaching. And Dave's nodding. He knows you've got to you've, you've got to have the inclusion, and you've got to have the support. And you don't get it by just sitting back and twiddling your thumbs. You you get it by putting in some real hard work. I, I think the thing that helps, I, I do think parents have changed a little bit. We did the same kinds of things, uh, you know, getting everybody mm-hmm. involved and having a upbeat personality. I mean, they'd ask a nasty question. I wouldn't, I never took it personally. It's somebody's father. They want to know, you know, what's going on and so on. And I think the second thing that he and I were pretty fortunate about, we didn't have a lot of those losing seasons. No. You know, when you win, I hate to say this, but it takes care of a lot of that garbage. It really does. People are happy. Uh, the only thing you might get a question about is their kid playing a little bit more. And one of the ways that I solved that way on early on is I had the kids fill out goal cards. On one side was team goals. The other side was their goals. And then I met with every kid on the team. Took me all the preseason to do it. But let's say you said I want to be, I want to start at guard, and I would have very frank conversation. I said, "Okay, now, okay, you want to play guard? Now, our two guards last year were, and because they're both back, Haley and Wing. So I want, I want you to look me now. You tell me, what do you think? Are you, are you better than them?" You know, and if he says yes, then I would say, okay, then you need to show me that you're better than that. Normally, they would say, uh, no, I, I don't think so. So then we talk about what are the steps you need to take and whatever. So anyway, when the parent came in, you could refer him back to their kid and say, I, I, I think you need to talk to Johnny about well, you could pull where the he gold fits card. or whatever and, and what, what he thinks his place is. And I think the other thing is you need to make sure that every kid feels like they're doing their part. Chase, this is that the is. real. This is Mr. Whatever that is. Yeah. You know, make them feel part of it, whatever it is. One of the things I used to do along those lines was uh, to invite uh, parents to the to practice. They would, uh, you know, they may make a comment about why did you do this, how come, why isn't this guy doing what? I'd say, okay, uh, anytime you want. But Wednesday's usually a good day because that's when we hit on Wednesday. Uh, come to practice, and you tell me what you see us teaching. You tell me what you see your kid doing or not doing, whether he's hustling or not, whether he's uh, jumping in, whether he's trying to be one of the leaders. You evaluate our, our program that way. Don't evaluate our program on Friday night or Saturday afternoon. Because that's not always, uh, it will never be a, uh, a full picture of what we're doing or what we're trying to do. And you need to, you need to come to our practice before you pass judgment on us. We will take a break. It's Abilas Daily, Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios, across the NBR Radio Network. Kurt Heelan, ProBasketballTalk.com, NBC Sports will join us at 1110. All sorts of basketball stuff to discuss course the uh the celtics are uh, are in action uh tonight and yes we will have the haley trivia as well Felix daily spectrum health partner studios across the nbr radio network there's a winning culture when it comes to sports teams in new england